Saturday morning words and coffee. Recording this on a Sunday because I'm on summer hours. So you'll have to forgive some Sunday morning words and coffee once in a while. Talking about dogs today. Um, There's a lot of dogs in Toronto. You see them everywhere. In fact, I think maybe it, it might almost become illegal not to have a dog while you're in Toronto. There's so many around. But uh, we're taking care of a dog this weekend. It's a very sweet creature named Stella. And it got me thinking about dogs and the poets who have written about dogs and dogs in literature. And one of the earliest uh, pieces of literature that we have, not even really literature because it's more from an oral tradition, is from Homer around the seven or 8th century BC. We think it's written by, or at least made by, someone named Homer. Illiteracy being what it was. Uh, the Iliad and the Odyssey, for which Homer is known, were passed down orally until they could be written down sometime by somebody at some point. I think probably, if I had to guess, they've been written and rewritten a ton of times. And we're kidding ourselves if we think that the, the Iliad and the Odyssey that we read today... Um, bears much resemblance. I guess it bears some resemblance to what it might have originally been, but certainly the game of telephone down through the centuries uh, would have changed the poems quite a lot. Nevertheless, uh, they're great poems. I read them when I was a kid, before I even really knew what they were. I had heard of the Iliad and the Odyssey, and so I plugged away at them when I was in my teens, and I really liked them a lot. Sword and sandal stuff. Uh, I liked the Iliad a lot because it was a lot of fighting, a lot of sword fights. And the Odyssey was interesting because it was a story about someone trying to get home, and that person was Odysseus from where we get the Odyssey. Odysseus trying to get home after fighting in the Trojan War for years, and it took him ten years to get home, and by the time he got back to his island of Ithaca, he was the king of Ithaca, uh, by the time he got back to the Greek island of Ithaca, all his crew were dead, He had been through the ringer. And there were a bunch of suitors, a bunch of men who were after the hand of his wife, Penelope. Uh, I think a hundred of them, or a hundred and seven or something, I can't remember the number right now, were after her hand, so in order to sneak back into his own island to see what was up, he disguised himself, and no one could recognize him. And only his son, Telemachus, was told that he was home but no one recognized Odysseus as he dressed as a beggar and wandered around to see who had been loyal to him and to see what these suitors were all about. Except one thing did recognize him, and that was his dog, Faithful Dog. So I'm going to read an excerpt here. This is uh, from the Odyssey, and it's Odysseus has come home, and he's dressed up, and he's talking to a couple of people, chiefly among them in this scene, Eumaeus, And uh, Eumaeus doesn't know who he is either. And so Odysseus is talking to Eumaeus, and he spots this dog who is in a bad way. And that's the scene we're on right now. As they were speaking, a dog that had been lying asleep raised his head and pricked up his ears. This was Argos, whom Odysseus had bred before setting out for Troy. But he had never had any enjoyment from him. In the old days he used to be taken out by the young men, when they went hunting wild goats, or deer, or hares. But now that his master was gone, he was lying neglected on the heaps of mule and cow dung, 
that lay in front of the stable doors, till the men should come and draw it away to manure the great close. And he was full of fleas. As soon as he saw Odysseus standing there, he dropped his ears and wagged his tail, but he could not get close up to his master. When Odysseus saw the dog on the other side of the yard, dashed a tear from his eyes without Eumaeus seeing it, and said, Eumaeus, what a noble hound that is over yonder on the manure heap. His build is splendid. Is he as fine a fellow as he looks? Or is he only one of those dogs that comes begging about a table, and are kept merely for show? This dog, answered Eumaeus, belonged to him who has died in a far country. If he were what he was when Odysseus left for Troy, he would soon show you what he could do. There was not a wild beast in the forest that could get away from him when he was once on its tracks. But now he has fallen on evil times, for his master is dead and gone, and the women take no care of him. Servants never do their work when their master's hand is no longer over them, for Zeus takes half the goodness out of a man when he makes a slave of him. So saying, he entered the well-built mansion, and made straight for the riotous pretenders in the hall. But Argos passed into the darkness of death, now that he had fulfilled his destiny of faith, and seen his master once more after twenty years. And that is the scene from the Odyssey, where Odysseus comes home and no one recognizes him but one creature, and who is that but his faithful dog? I like that part where... Although it says early on that he got no enjoyment from him. So this was Argos whom Odysseus had bred before setting out for Troy, but he had never had any enjoyment from him. I assume that to mean they had never gone hunting and such. Uh, and never really hung out, as it were, as a master and his dog. He was a puppy when Odysseus left for, to, fight it, to fight in the Trojan War. And then the ten years home, <laughs> getting blown all over the sea, looking for the island of Ithaca. Uh, but he had never had any enjoyment from him. But he recognizes the pooch, because a fir little further down, he says, uh, when Odysseus saw the dog on the other side of the yard, dashed a tear from his eyes without Eumaeus seeing it. Maybe that's just because he saw this poor, pathetic creature lying on a dung pile uh, covered in fleas uh, that was looking at him with drooped eyes and uh, or drooped ears and wagging his tail. I like to think, though, that Odysseus is wiping a tear away because He's in costume. He's pretending not to be Odysseus, so he can't say, oh my God, there's, there's my dog. Uh, so he's trying to keep it together, but he's wiping a tear from his eye because he does recognize his dog, and the dog certainly recognizes him. Uh, so there's a, a quick excerpt from a poem from thousands of years ago. Think about that. And we're looking on going on 3,000 years ago. And even then, man's best friend or human's best friend. I'm sure the women will agree that uh, the dogs are their best friend too. But it's a great excerpt of a poem about loyalty. Odysseus, by the way, if you don't want to go through the whole thing or if you want to rent a movie or something, uh, he gets his just desserts on those suitors who are after his wife and kills them all <laughs> with the help of his son. So there's a scene you could look forward to if you're into the sword and sandal stuff and you want to tackle uh, the Odyssey. I highly recommend it. It's great stuff. And that is Saturday Morning Words and Coffee. I hope to see you next time. Have a great week. Bye-bye.